Maybe with uh, with Siata Deshmai, we're going to try to finish Perak Base today. Obviously, no off tachas. I think we've learned already that we try not to uh, to make promises that we can't fulfill. We're going to try to finish Perak Base today because it's really from from where we're up to, which is almost the last word on page twelve till uh, till the end of Perak Base is really one Indian, and it's a continuation of every, everything we spoke about last week. And uh, what we ended off last week with was a very very important muscle for us to understand the Indian of Eskashas Sadikim. It's very very crucial to understand this. Again, this is he's throwing this in Agav. He he. Started Parag Beis with the Yisoid, that every that every Yid, every single Yid has benefit Shashenis Bisol Chelik Elikami Mal Mamish, and that's every single person. Yipech Ma'apov, Man Denafach B'Toychan Afach, and Mamela. What he got to two weeks ago is Lamaisef. That's true. So then, why are not all, why are not all Yidin created equal? If all created with the same minute of the same ingredients, why are we not created equal? And we explained to us last week is that Enechanami. At its source, where we come from, we all come from the same place. We all come from the Chelek Elikami Mamamish, from that Chachma, which is even above the world of Atzilas. It's even above Chachma of Atzilas. It's, it's our ain't safe Mamish. That's where we all come from. However, nevertheless, as it, as it comes down and is expressed in this world, different Nishamas are expressed at different points in that Seder Shalshalas. So everything comes from that same point, which is called our Seif, and then it goes to either Atzilas, Bria, Atzilas, It can be expressed in different, in different worlds, and different Nishamas are. Are, are expressed in different places. And he, the mashal he gave us, which helps us, you know, makes things clear, although as we explained last week, it's not a perfect mashal, but the mashal that he gave us to help us understand it is that the same way we understand that every child is created from that same tipa, every child is created from the tipa, which is called the chachma of the father, that zera, the tipa zera of the father. Nevertheless, there's different components to the child. The child is not all brain, the child is not all heart, the child is not all lungs. The child is made up of heart, lungs, toes, fingernails, Many, many different parts. I, they all come from the same place. Okay, but there's a process, a nine-month process, which begins with the, with the brain of the child and then slowly works its way from the brain of the child all the way down to the last part that's created, which is the toenails of the child. And it comes from the same place, but it just it goes to a process. And the difference between the neshama, which is a neshama of asiya versus a neshama of atzilas is just how many lever, levels of concealment there are. Of course, everything's created equal at its source, but then once it comes down, once, it, once it's created, it doesn't come out in the same place. And now what we explained, I think last week, or maybe two, two times ago, is that the neshamas that come in Atzilis also have to come down to Asiya, but they're able to just sort of, you know, jump. If, again, we're imagining this in a very gashmi, gashmi way, which obviously doesn't work this way. You could just imagine them jumping the neshamas from Atzilis all the way down to Asiya into a body. So they sort of skip that whole process of going through the many, many levushim that happen in Atzilis, in, in Bria, and in Yitzira. They just go straight from Atzilis all the way down to Asiya. That's what he explained to us last week. And therefore, we can imagine that the child is a byproduct of that one tip of zera of the father. And nevertheless, the child is made up of many components. The neshamas of Klal Yisrael are also like that. It's one big, one big, you know, kaima of Klal Yisrael. There's the reish, there's the head, there's the mayach, there's the wave. There's different components, different parts of the nation called Klal Yisrael in every generation and in all the generations from Adam Rishon all the way down to the ikvas of the Meshicha. Those are all different components of that one big, you know, one big being called Kala Yisrael, the Neshama Kala is called Kala Yisrael, and then in every generation, there's the Reish, there's the Mayach, there's the Lev, there's the Banim, but nevertheless, even though, they, even though they are on different levels, they're all connected to that same source, which is called the, Ze- the Tipa Zera, the Mayach, the Chachma of the Rabban they all come from the same place. That's what we explained last week. That, is, is that clear? Because it's very, that, that, that just, we need to understand the way that works, and then we'll understand the second part. Well, we, that's that's Nekuda Aleph, is that everybody comes in the same place, Nevertheless, based on how, how late in the Seder Shtashlas 
that neshama, you know, sort of was expressed into the world of Misa, it's going to either be a higher neshama or a middle, middle neshama or a, low, a lower level neshama. The neshamas will be at a different level. Now, what he explained that's to us telling, also. Is that telling that Kaddish Baruch Hu picking and choosing which neshama goes where? Or is it telling the Darius? What makes it at a different level goes lower? Level uh, so, level? so we're going to see a drop of that this week where he's going to talk about the fact that do the, can the parents have any effect on what that child looks like? We know from the Zerah Kaddish from that reason, this is one of the questions he's going to get to this week is that the parents have a tremendous effect on what that child looks like. They're hurin that they have a shastash, that's happening. Bishastashmish have a tremendous effect on the on the neshama of the child. But what he what, what he will explain to us that nevertheless the mahus of that neshama of the child is totally from the Rabbanishal. It's totally totally based on the Rabbanishal. There's nothing there's nothing done in the Ilamagashmi that creates that either up or down. It's 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 Matthias. Which means that's totally in the darius either earlier darius, future darius. It, it will it's totally in the darius because the earlier darius have a higher neshama, and the later, later darius have a lower neshama. It, it's totally in the darius, but that's from the rabbanishim, not based on that we're in a lower level because we're doing things which it's the matthias. But the way the rabbanishim created, we have a lower level neshama than the neshamas of the third day. That's just the matthias. That's not not anything we can do or, or can do about that. That's the matthias of the, of the level of neshamas then and level of neshamas now. That's. No what. Uh, Uh, are affected, are affected, right? Are affected by the rights. I'll talk about that a drop this week. So, so but, once, yeah. Religious, if someone from the dar that's greater, but if let's say Gadol from this dar versus uh, Amritz from the, uh, you know, right. so the question is, I'm saying, does that is there? What's the comparison there? Is there a comparison? It, it's it's. I'm saying it's very possible that the dar we, we mentioned. I think last week that that Tzadik writes on Kutim Amarim that that every single neshama that was around those neshamas haklolis that were around the dar daya. That were the simple people, you know, the people that were just the regular, you know, the regular yidden that went out of Mitzrayim. Every one of them became was as galgal as as a rosh of a dar in later generations. So you're right. A person who may look like an amal aretz ten generations up, that could be an ashama which comparative to the generate to you know to the generation, right? Biday reisav, he may not, he may be an amal aretz, but in later in later generations, he's an ashama which is a mayach, uh, 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 maybe a toenail compared to the mayach of this generation, but in a later generation will be compared to a mayach compared to the of the, those generations. That's that's for sure true. Now, so once we understand that that's the way it works, so now we understand that that neshamas. That in every generation, there's now a, a full body. If we can imagine it, there's a full body of neshamas in every generation. There's the Reish B'nai Yisrael, there's the head, the Tzadik Yisrael Elam, the Tzadik of every generation. And every generation has one Tzadik who is the, the, tzadik, the tzadik, which is all the other neshamas. And then there's lower level neshamas. It's, you know, Nachman writes that there's a, there's a trunk and then there's many branches which come out of it. The trunk is the Tzadik Yisrael Elam. He's the Yisrael, he's the foundation, he's the roots. And then out of that comes many other branches, and then off the branches come Paris, and those are you know the many neshamas that are found within every generation. So every single neshama, and every in, in our let's talk about one generation right now. Every neshama in our generation is ultimately connected to the to the reish, to the tzaddik yisraelim, to the one who's the reish of our generation. The same way the fingernails and the toenails of the child are intimately connected to the brain of the child, because if they wouldn't be, it would be impossible for them to grow. If there's some sort of breakdown between the brain and the toenail, that's when you have you know, dead fungus, that's when things stop working. There needs to be that constant connection from the toenail to the brain. It's also understandable that the lowest, the lowest level neshamas in every generation have to be connected and have to have their tzino or shefa come through the medium of the rosh, through the medium of the tzaddik. And therefore, what he was talking about last week is this, that it's crucial for us to understand this concept of a skashrus tzaddik in that there's a hierarchy of neshamas and the lower neshamas are automatically, 
regardless of whether they do anything about it or not, which I'll talk about what happens to Neshamas that are misnagged against it, but regardless of whether they do anything about it or not, the lowest level Neshamas are automatically connected to the higher level Neshamas. Now, of course, like we mentioned last week, of course, the lowest level Neshamas can also connect straight back to the Rabbah Neshamas. It doesn't mean that your only ability to be able to connect to Hashem is through the Kaich of Tzaddik. Of course, every yid, is, every yid is capable of connecting to the Rabbah on their own. Nevertheless, if the, if the Tzipur Naim, if the, if the toenails want to connect in a real, genuine, authentic way, in a way that's above what they're capable of connecting to, the best way to do that is to be davak to to attach oneself to a tzaddik, by attaching oneself to a tzaddik, memela, then I'm able to get to a level which is much higher than I'm a toenail. But if I attach myself to the brain, and I'm avata myself to the brain, and I recognize that the brain is what's giving me the kayach, it within the generation, so then memela, I'm able to take that and able to connect to the Rabbanu on a much higher level than me in it, me in it of myself. And that's the kayach of what it means it's Kasha's Sadiqah, which again is Mamore Chazal, you know, time and time and time throughout Chazal, throughout the Zerka, the Shah, the Kisveri, the Tamidibal Shanta. This is a basic, basic Yisrael, which is called Kasha's Sadiqim. But once we understand the hierarchy of the way Nishamas work, it makes it a lot easier to understand the way it works. It's top, middle, bottom. And the middle, we're able to understand that the bottom Nishamas connect to the top Nishamas. Now, what we mentioned last week, and if it was during this year or after this year, is that when we talk about Kasha's Sadiqim in, in the world of Nishamas, we're not talking about a practical thing. Right? And it's very important to realize this is we don't mean something practical. Practical means, okay, you know, the typical Rebbe Talmud relationship in the world of, you know, Rebbeim and Talmudim is who's your Rebbe? Your Rebbe is the one that you connect to most. He teaches you the best Torah. You like his Mahalach. You like his Shir that he gives. Fine, that, that's one way. That's a Talmud and Rebbe. But that's not the Skashur we're talking about over here. The Skashur we're talking about over here is in the Shama connection. It has nothing to do with whether you understand or appreciate his Torah. It has nothing to do with how much of a relationship you have with him. It's nothing to do with how often you talk to him. It has nothing to do with how much he's mashpi on you practically. It's a Matthias, it's an Hashemah connection. The same way an Isha and an Isha have a relationship which is beyond anything that's practical in the relationship. So a, a, a Chassid and a Rebbe, or a Tzaddik and a, tzaddik and a, and a lower love on Hashemah have an Hashemah connection. The, the, the Mayach, the brain and the lave and the, and the toenails are automatically connected. Now, obviously there are things that one can do to enhance that relationship. If a person receives Torah from, from that tzaddik, if a person visits the tzaddik, a person sees the tzaddik, those are all things which are done to enhance the iskashras that one has for the tzaddik. A person goes to down by the kever of a tzaddik, a person is makasher himself to the neshama of a tzaddik. But the mitzvah is there automatically. And the mitzvah is not tali b'chlau on how much practically one gains from that tzaddik. And that's why the whole concept of, of Rebbe and chassid it is totally, is radically different than the world of a Talmud and a Rebbe. Talmud and Rebbe, it's okay. How often do you go to the shir? How often do you talk to them? Are you in touch with them regularly? The concept of a, of a Rebbe and a Chassid, it doesn't make a difference if you see them once a year or once every five years. It doesn't make a difference if, if you don't see them. It's Matthias. It's a Neshama connection. It's that there's a Skashas from one Neshama to another Neshama and maybe they can have that connection. It doesn't mean that every neshama is going to be connected to the Rosh. They will be, but some of them will be through the medium of other neshamas, which means every person may, may only have his tzaddik, his you know, his rice within his world, and that rice is connected to another rice, and ultimately back to the tzaddik yisraelim. So not every person is going to be able to correct, connect directly to the ultimate tzaddik yisraelim. They may be connected to a lower level tzaddik, who that tzaddik is connected to the higher level tzaddik, who's connected to the higher level tzaddik, who's connected to the tzaddik yisraelim. But ultimately, it's, it's all going to the same source. There's only one rice? Yeah, there's only one rice. This tzaddikim, his lashon is, we'll see, he brings in a lashon that, uh, that there are tzaddikim, that the rice is mispashim, many tzaddikim in every generation, but tzaddik yisraelim. It's only one tzaddik, Yisrael. It's only one tzaddik, and he's the foundation, he's the root of the whole generation. Now, we may not know who that tzaddik is. That, that's, the, that's, again, that goes, you know, basically, we may not know who the tzaddik is. He may not be revealed. Part of, part of what took place, the tzaddik talks about this, part of the gullus is that the, the tzaddik is not revealed in the way he was. And the tzaddik, if the tzaddik would be clear, it would be obvious, and everybody would be able to connect him in an obvious way, that's, that's part of Gaula. Part of Gullus is, is that the tzaddik may not be revealed. And you could have tzaddikim who, 
were not bechlal mashpia in a, in, a, in a visible way, and nevertheless they're mashpia in the whole world. Right? We all know that. I think it was a briskarov. Rav Chaim said that when he stops giving, I think it was When he stops giving shear, because you know there's some distraction during shear, there's a yid in Paris who's you know is going to be mechal shavas, right? That, that he felt that his shear. So how does that work? What shaykhas? It's because you're not giving shear a yid in Paris. Because the Briskarov understood, and he understood what the Baltani is telling us, is that, yeah, the Shamas are connected. It, it, it doesn't have to do with that Yid's going to ever hear the Briskarov's name or hear his shear or anything to do with the Briskarov. It's Matthias. The Shamas are connected to other Neshamas. And therefore, one Neshama can affect the, the Mahos of another Neshama. If you have to reche, kameche, klal Yisrael's one Neshama klalis, that, that's a Matthias. It's not a... It's not a practical thing. It's not, okay, if I learn more Torah, then Mimela, someone's going to hear that I learned more Torah, and then they're going to change their life. It's Metzias. When a Yid learns more Torah, the, the, the other Neshamas that are part of him, that are underneath him, are automatically going to be affected by him. And the higher that Tzaddik is, the more he has the capability to affect everybody underneath him. So you have an Avram Avinu, you have a Neich, you have big Tzaddikim, they, they are the Tzaddik of the generation. Their goal is to affect the whole generation. Neich is Tzaddik Tamayu Deresev. His goal was to affect the whole world. Not just to get your family, not just the people around you, not just your yeshiva, but his goal is to affect the whole world. The ultimate tzaddik is going to affect the whole world. Because whether practically, whether everybody knows about him or doesn't know about him, the mitzvah of whatever he's doing as the reish, as the brain, will automatically affect the world. The same way the brain controls the whole body. And it's not, my finger is not, not realizing that, oh, it's my brain is sending signals to my finger to lift itself up. It's a mitzvah. It happens instantaneously. It happens as, as we're part of one big body. And therefore, my brain's sending signals to my finger. My finger's moving. It, it's a mitzvah. That, that neshama klolis, a neshama which is a larger neshama, is automatically connected to the neshama underneath it. So that marshal of the so, so, so every, no, so every, so you may not be the rush, you may not be the rush, but you, by the very, by the very fact, by the very virtue of the fact that you're sitting and learning, that automatically makes you the rush to certain, to assert. Rabnachman writes, Rabnachman writes, everybody, Rabnachman writes that every single person has, has a, has a circle of people that he's must be on constantly. And he says, it's not always revealed to the person. He writes, I don't know here. He writes, it's either benigla or benister, but every person has a, has a group of people he's mishpian. Sometimes you can see it. A guy is learning well and davening well, and people around him are getting, are getting mishpian. And sometimes it's metzias. If a person, person shimers and I, when he walks on the street, he's affecting 10 people. Without them ever seeing him, he's affecting people. Because he's the reish of this small little group. You're a little tzaddik, and a bigger tzaddik is a bigger group. You're saying the in Paris, it's a specific person in Paris that's getting that's getting uh, that's getting hurt, or the fact that he's that there's a bittul tire and there's less shmir in the world, it, it could affect anybody. What you're saying is that it's affecting a certain person. Right. That's because there's a shot. Right. Right. I, again, maybe the risk of didn't mean it so. I'm not touching up with the risk of said. You teach you that it's shmir in the world. Yeah, we're talking about something more specific. We're talking no, about something more, a little bit more specific. Yeah. Of course, 100%, but, but in terms of affecting a specific person that's under my 
you know, has, you know, circle of Ashpa, that has to do with the Shama connection. That, that's a Mitzvah, which means... This Yitzhak was on the, the Ashpa of this world. He was in a, a different part of the world. Oh, it doesn't have to do with physical yeah. space. Saying yeah, it doesn't, I'm, I'm saying, saying it doesn't have to do with physical space. So if, it's not, it doesn't have to, when you, you know, you said that's the speaker. It doesn't have to necessarily... No, no, I don't, I don't, 100%. You don't see all day. No, no, no. 100%. It could be a person that you've never seen before. That person it's, also have people who he's much fun. That's right. Every person has some people that he's much fun. Yeah. 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 Because we all have that connection. It's all that, that power to... So, so, so that, that, that's the concept of what it means. What it means to attach yourself to itself. There's, there's a peldic in Maral. Maral writes a, Maral writes a, a peldic azach on the, on the Gemara. The Gemara in Sanhedrin says the following. The Gemara in Sanhedrin is talking about what the name of Mashiach is. Yeah, the Gemara says, Mashmai. What's the, what's the name of Mashiach? So the Gemara says a fascinating thing. The Gemara says, Debe Reb Shila Amri, Shila Shmai. The Reb Shila said, Shila Shmai. Shenemar Adki Yove Shila. Debe Reb Yane Amri, Yinun Shmai. Rabbi said, "Yinun shmai." Shemar Yishmai lo elam afnei shemesh. Yinun shmai. The bit of Chanina Amar, Chanina shmai. Shemar Shaloi Etay in lahem Chanina. Right? The Yishmai Menachem Mechiski Amar. Shemar Kirachem Kirachem Menachem Meishem Nafshi. Rabbanan Amar. Okay. And the Gemara goes on to discuss it. So it's a fact that it's a pel de kazach. Every Tana is claiming that Mashiach is his name. Right? It sounds like some like very egotistic thing that that you know. Rabbi says his name is Yinun. Rabbi Shila says his name is Shila. They all claim that Mashiach has their name. But what's the Indian of this? The Moral says a pel de gazach and it's a chisrol. The Moral says like this. He says, Avadovazem Moira al Mailas Mashiach Shokalakal. Mashiach is an Neshama Kalalas. Mashiach is Shaykh to everybody. Mashiach is the Neshama which includes all the other Neshamas. That's what Mashiach is. That's what the Goyal is going to be. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu was. Moshe Rabbeinu was the Neshama Kalalas. Amasha Hayahushiya. Mashiach is going to be the same thing. Ulafikach, Hulama Ayin Bayu Masik Bayu Kashu Aisim Amayin. So anybody who, anybody who looks at the Tzadik is able to find himself within the Tzadik. So every one of these Tanan, they viewed a piece of themselves with the Mashiach because Mashiach contained all the Neshamas. So when Rabbiyane looked at Mashiach, he saw Yinin Shemai. When Rabbiyane looked at him, he said, Chanina Shemai. Every person, if I can see the Tzadik, I'm able to find the reflection of myself within the Tzadik because ultimately the Tzadik's Neshama includes my Neshama inside of it. So it wasn't, that there, it wasn't an egotistical type of thing. They, they Taka saw that Mashiach is a Shaykh to me. Right, you know, they talk a lot about this, like when you're in elementary school, maybe high school, hopefully, I think it stops a little bit after high school, I hope, that there's like the, what we know is Meshach going to be a Misnaget, is going to be a is going to be a is going to be a Bavit, he's going to be, yeah, but I'm just going to accept him. It's like, it's like a very clean thing to say, but it's also, there's a lot of emphasis to it. Meshach's going to be whatever you think Meshach's going to be. I don't mean in terms of the practical avush that he's going to be wearing, but ultimately, Meshach's on the Shama Kalala, so every person will be able to find himself within Meshach. That, that's the ultimate beauty of, of what Mashiach is, in Neshama Kalalas. And you find Tzadikah also, we spoke about this, Rabbi Shem and Barichai, a Tzadik like Rabbi Shem is Kailal, Neshamas that you would never put them together in the same room. You could have a total fry here at the biggest Makobo and they're standing next to each other, Now, these two people have nothing to do with each other. You, you can't find one common denominator with them except for the fact that they're a Yid. But what's the common denominator? Shem how could Rabbi Shemaychai's Neshama be Kailal both these people? Because they're Neshama Kalalas. And you go to Uman and you find Tzadikim that are polar opposites hanging. Because Reb Nachman is Neshama Kalalas, you find Sadiqim that are that are big Neshamas that are able to be Kailal larger amounts of people, and the and the the, the variety of people is much larger. That's because everybody's able to. I have a Shaykh Reb What Shaykh is Reb Shimon? Never opened his eye in your life. Yeah, because Reb Shimon's my Rebbe. Is your Rebbe? What's, what's yeah, he's my Rebbe because I I am able to see myself in Reb Shimon, and the, and the Makobel is able to see himself in Reb Shimon. They're all able to find reflection in themselves in Reb Shimon because that's what a Tzadik Kalalas is. That's what a Neshama Kalalas is. It's it's larger than just one prat. 
Right? It's not just I'm limited to, I can only refer to, I can only talk to my people. And Shama Kalelas is big. Shama Kalelas is able to be kailal everybody. That, that's, what, that's, what, that's why everybody's able to be davak to the Talmud Chacham, to the Tzadik. Because ultimately, ultimately that Tzadik's kailal every, everybody. There's a, there's a, I just want to speak up maybe two or three more to when it comes to this Indian of Eskash It's a huge sugya. It's a huge, huge sugya and it's crucial to understand for a lot of, a lot of chesidus. It's, it's a basic, basic nekudah and chesidus and especially when people first start getting into chesidus, it's probably the one thing that, that, that rubs people, you know, wrong more often than not because if it's understood, if it's misunderstood, then it sounds like some sort of, you know, I'm sorry that there's some sort of medium in between me and the Rabbani Shalami telling me that I need to rely on another human, why can't I have my own relationship? This, it's a big sugya, and it's a complicated sugya, and it's like a very difficult sugya if you've never been exposed to it. But, so it's Kadai, maybe just, we'll spend maybe, you know, five or ten more minutes just discussing two or three more nakudis when it comes to this Indian Vizkash Tzadikim. It's a very Gishmaka Sefer, if you want to see, it's called, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this before, it's called Chai Nefesh. Nefesh Chaim, one of the things that he wrote was, uh, it was a response to Tanya. And one of the things of, of there, he talks very strongly about the idea of connecting to Tzadikim, and, and he talks about the idea of the potential danger of falling into that world of Avaidah Zarah, of looking at the Tzadik as Amtsai, which is Khalila, you know, a terrible thing to do. It's from Amish Kfira, that I need, a, I need the Tzadik in order to connect to Hashem, and I need the medium of the Tzadik. So there's a Yid, his name is Kenig, Rav Kenig from Tzfas, from Breslau, who is Nifter. See, he wrote a Sefer, or Nachman Sefer, it's called Chaim Aran. So he wrote a Sefer called Chaye Nefesh, where he basically shows you how the Nefesh Chaim and Chaim Aran able to put those two things together. And it's a, it's a safe, it's not, it was written as a letter originally as a response to somebody who wrote him telling him that L'chair, this whole concept of is so how do you how do you explain this whole idea, especially Rabbi Nachman and Brest of is a big, big sugya. So how do you explain the whole thing? And there's a whole safe, maybe it's 100, 150 pages long, going through Makaris in Chazal, Makaris in Zer Kaddish, explaining it. It's a very good Shemakah safe. You probably can't find it in America. But uh, I can lend it to, if you want to read it, I can lend it to, if you want to learn, I have it in my house. It's called Chayin Nefesh, where he's, he puts these two things together. But it's, uh, it's, 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 again, so you have something like, you can read something in Chayin Nefesh, and it seems like this whole thing's Kfiram, and if you understand it properly, that's what he does in the Sefer, is to be able to just give you the capability to say, okay, let's understand the properly, let's understand the Sugil, let's understand what it is, and then you'll be able to understand the things. There's a the fascinating Chassam Sefer, a Chuvan Chassam Sefer, which is, Mamish, Mamish talks about this, Yisoyed, and it's Mamish Mavur, once we understand what, what this, uh, what everything the Balatani talks about. The Chassam Sefer is talking about the concept of saying, talking about the Tamaral writes about, about saying the, the Pisma that we say, Machnise Rachemim. It's a very controversial halachically to say Machnise Rachemim, because what you're essentially asking is that the Malachim should be an Emtsai to be Machnise Rachemim, Machnise Tfilaseinu, that they should be the medium to take our Tfilas. And every Yid knows that you don't need the Malachim to take your Tfilas. Your Tfilas have the ability to go straight up. And that's what Taka, the Moral, and others took it, took it out, and they said, this is something that we don't, we're not involved in Machlal. It's, it's, it's it, you know, it's a uh, smacks of Kfira, something that we try to stay away from, that idea of Machnise Rachemim, and there are those that Taka take it out. So the Chassam Seifer, it's an Archem Kof Samachvav, he writes, he was writing a tube about this concept of Chesir Rachimim, and he writes, the guy asked the following question on the Maral. This beautiful tube. He writes like this, We just said that Rifke Menu has two children inside. He doesn't know what to do. So there definitely is a concept of going to ask the Tzadik things. Right? The Gemara tells that a person has a chayla in his house. So how can you go by going to talk to a Tzadik isn't it the same problem that Moral writes about Machnis Rachimim? Why is it any better to have a Malach? Why is it any worse? To, I'm sorry, why, yeah, why is it any worse to have a Malach be the Machnis Rachimim than have a Tzadik and go to a Tzadik to ask, you know, give any kvitta why it's Tzadik? Why is that okay, but it's not okay to have Malachim? Right? He says, 
But Ya'an Kidvar of Stum Kitsas, Alkin Efresh Kidar he says Alkin Efresh. He says, so he's going to explain what the chilek is between Machinse Rachamim and Vatelech Lidjashem. Zaktich Sam Seifer Giderech Lahamad Melitz, Benemelech Lahadi, Kesha'ena Hadi Chashev, Vesafan Lafne Melech. The, the, the concept of standing up somebody in between a melech and the hediyah is when the hediyah is not on the level of talking to the king. So there needs to be somebody in between. You're not capable. You're not, you're not on the level to talk to the king directly. We're going to set up some medium, somebody in between an intermediary who's going to be the person who's going to take your request to the king. Right? Certain rabbis, you can't even get to the rabbi. You talk to the, you talk to the mashbak, you talk to the gabai, and he'll bring in the request to the rabbi. You can't get to the rabbi on the phone. He'll, he'll let the Rebbe know what you, want to, what you want to say, right? So you're not holding at the level. We can talk to the Rebbe. That's, that's the level of having somebody in between. You can't speak properly, so therefore you don't know the language. You can't speak properly. If I say that I need a malach to be, because I'm not holding at the level of speaking to the Rabbanishim, that's clear, of course. Every Yid is capable of speaking to the Rabbanishim in whatever language you want, in whatever, whatever dialect you want. Every Yid is capable of speaking to the Rabbanishim. You're, you're on a level higher than a malach, and you don't need chalila, any malach to take you in. Ach, when it comes to going to tzaddikim, it's very, very different. Ach, kol yishol shutvin v'guf echad. The nefesh echad, but all of Klal Yisrael is part of one guf and one nefesh. When one part of the body is in tsar, then the other part of the body is also in tsar. Like Chazal say, a person has to take a feel the pain of the person that he's nominating for. Beautiful When you go to a tzaddik and you ask the tzaddik to daven for you, what, you need the tzaddik to daven for you? You can't daven on your own? Of course you can daven on your own, right? It's clear to say that you can't daven on your own. You're not going to the tzaddik and saying, I'm one person, you're another person, can you go ahead and daven for me? When you go to a tzaddik, what you're ultimately doing is you're telling the tzaddik your pain. The tzaddik's the reish. Like we said last week, that you know that story with the Lubavitch Rebbe in Tasmania, the brain feels the pain of, of the, when the toenail gets stepped on. So the, the, the tzaddik says, I feel your pain. And you go to a tzaddik, and a tzaddik sits there, and, and the tzaddik, if the tzaddik mamish feels the pain of every fiddle that he reads, if mamish tears his heart apart. When the tzaddik feels the pain, so now you can just imagine the reish and now the regular are both in pain. Who does it make more sense to go into the rabbi shalom? The reish is it's more. It makes more sense for the reish to then be the one to you know to be the one that's going to be the the, the shliach to go to be mispaul by the rabbi shalom. Not that the toenail can't go in by itself. But and not that the Torah needs the right, but it's all one body. It's all one big neshama close. When you go to a tzaddik, when you go to a cover of a tzaddik, it's all the same thing. What you're going is and saying, I'm in pain. I'm in the middle of the neshama's in pain. The neshama, which is that neshama, which is the rish. I'm in the middle of that rish. It makes more sense. So if it's machnisi rachamim, if I need a malach, right, that, that, I don't need a medium. I don't need, but I don't need anybody else. I just need a higher part of myself to be able to go and talk. Instead of using my hands to be able to get what I want, I'd rather use my speech because my speech is a greater way of being able to express that which I really want. That, so, right, in a Hanami, and that's why he's saying that the Maral who was again, who, who held that you shouldn't say the Pisman the, 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 he still held that you can have a concept of going to a tzaddik. That, that's what he's coming to explain is that Malachim in a Hanami, you can't ask him out. Again, without getting to Machnisi Rachimim, we still have it without getting to Allah's conversation about why it's okay. But the Maral who took it out, nevertheless, read the Pasuk, read all the Mamar Chazal, which says that, you know, uh, when when colleagues in in you know walking to Israel, he goes to he goes to Kivri obviously the Davin over there because he understands that he, he needs he needs about he needs the, the tzaddikim. So again, this is all all moving me'elav. Once when the Sefer is telling us that it's all one big neshama, it's all one big you know kaima of the roish the raglayim. It's all the same. 
So when I go to a tzaddik, it's, it's, I have a skasha to a tzaddik, I'm connected to a tzaddik, and I, I'm, not, I'm not bothering the tzaddik. The tzaddik's part of me and I'm part of the tzaddik, and we're all, we're all one big, you know, one big, one big concept called that world of the tzaddik. I'm, I'm able to ask the tzaddik to go ahead and do something for me. That's also why we find the concept that aside from the physical pain that a person's in, that a person can go ahead and ask a tzaddik, you can also have that a tzaddik can help a person spiritually. It's very shver exactly. The Gemara Brachas talks about, that uh, the Gemara Brachas talks about, um, it was by, um, who was it, by Bruria, right? Bruria, Bruria and Rameir. That Rameir, Rameir had people that were bothering him in his neighborhood. It's Gemara Brachas stuff, uh, Bob Zion, I remember where it is, that the, the Bruria, that the Rameir had neighbors that were bothering him. Rameir said, Yitamuch Hatam in Aretz, right? That they should, get, they should get rid of him. Bruria came to him and said, that's not the proper way to do it. Don't read it, Yitamuch Hatam in Aretz, rather Yitamuch Hatam in Aretz. Instead of wiping out those that are bothering you, wipe out the sins of those that are bothering you. You should daven, that they should do tshuva. Kachava, Rameir daven, and did tshuva. Frechtim Arshah, you can't daven that somebody else should do tshuva. Everyone does Bechira. You, you can't go ahead and just say, I'm going to daven that this person does tshuva. Where, where does a tzaddik get the ability to do that from? Very nice, your mayor is a nice, he's a nice tzaddik, but you can't daven that somebody else should do tshuva. So Rabbi Moshe writes in the tshuva, Moshe handles the discussion, Rabbi Moshe in Archaim Chilak Aleph, he says that all it means is that the, the, the mayor would daven that they should have less insaneness, and the they won't be challenged as often, and they'll be able to overcome insaneness. Laila de Nisayan, but they're already, they're, already, they're already people who are doing Avera, so maybe that can help going forward. It wouldn't help going back. But okay, that's where Ramesh Taich is at. But the other Taich, based, based, on, based on the Baltan, is much more Pasha, is that when you understand that a tzaddik is not a separate entity, you're right. You can't be, a, one Baal, one baal Bechira can't make another Baal Bechira do something. But if we understand that every one of us affects everybody else, if the tzaddik is, is not davening as a separate entity, the tzaddik's the Rosh and Mamele, he feels the physical and spiritual pain of every single part of the body, then when the tzaddik Rameir is davening for his neighbors, it's not, it's not forcing them to do something. As long as the same way that a Baal Bechira is able to daven, that when he's going through an Nisayan, he could daven that he shouldn't have the Nisayan, so a tzaddik can also daven that the person who's a lower part of him, a lower part of the of him, can also not, be, not have this yatashmai to overcome the nesayin. So it's possible for a, for a tzaddik to daven and not chalil to be mevatal the bechir of somebody else, but it's all, it's all one neshama. So in the middle of the spiritual and physical pain of every single person, I know, but how do you have the ability? You're davening that you should have an opposite Torah. If you have Torah, then it's, then it, then, then it's the samachayim of, the, of what's in them, right? It's, it's the counter effect of the Yitzhar. There are million ways of davening for a person to, to, to counter effect the Yitzhar. No, okay, so that's what that's 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 Mike's just saying. Of course, if the guy learns better, if he davens better, he's going he's gonna to be quite the less. That's what Mike's that's what Mike's saying. Mike's saying, Mike's saying that you're having them have less nishyanis, but if you want them to do tshuva and everything they've done in the past, right? If so he learns more Torah, he'll do more tshuva, because the chapur... How do you get them to do more Torah? How do you get them to do more Torah? You're davening that, when you're davening, but you're davening, Base Yisrael, you for everybody. How do you get somebody else to do look to learn more? How about you? How about you? How about you, Davani? Can you affect his ability to learn more? How goofa? What do you mean? A person gets cheshkas atari. How do I? How do I get? How do I give that guy cheshkas atari? You don't. You Davani that he should be. He should get. He should get about somewhere. He gets inspired. So fine. So that's again. He says he gets turned on from a, from an inspiration. Uh, they get sent to a phone. I, I, fine. Really again, so, again, so that's where, that's where Moshe is. Moshe is saying it's external. Right. Moshe is saying it's external smaller things. But it, the, what we're saying is it's much more neshama dika thing. It, it, it's when the tzaddik is davening for someone. It's not just saying, okay, he should be able to get that clip of inspiration that he's. What the tzaddik is doing is the tzaddik is actually affecting that that person will now naturally be able to be able to have more avasatayra. How can you do that? You can't affect somebody else's avasatayra. You could. Is it different than a father diving for a son? Huh? Falls down in for a son. So, you know, 
learn or whatever is, is different than that? It no, it comes, from the same, it comes from the same place. That they come from the same neshama. Mm-hmm. It's brachar of a woman. The child is an, is an, is an offspring of the, child, of the father. And the father has the ability to be able to daven that his son should not just to have a siyat to end up in the right place, but to actually lamaisa that he should be able to have more havas ha'tayra. He should be able to have. So, so, so how do they help chuba over here? How do help chuba? No, they lamaisa have to. You can't do the chuba for them, right. but they have to do the chuba. But he can daven that they that they should then become better, bigger tzaddikim. So the gemara out of that. So Rameir can daven that his neighbors who are chatan, Rameir is an neshama kalelis. He's a tzaddik. He can daven that the people in his in his neighborhood should have erechuva. I. What do you mean? You can't make somebody. Yeah, they, still, they still have to do the chuva. They still have to do the chuva, of course. The pechir is still there for them to chuva, but even that concept of davening for them, it's 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 a pelikazach. Again, it just explains us a little bit the kaiyach of tzaddik, and that's not. We don't quote tzaddikim because they're the biggest talmid, the biggest talmid, the chachamim, and they're the smartest people, and they're the great. We go to talmid chachamim because they're they're in a shama which is kailul other neshamas inside of them, and we find ourselves going to tzaddikim and being attracted to tzaddikim, which we have askashos to. And we're going to tzaddikim, and we're saying we have a kesher to you. And my physical and spiritual pain is felt by you, of course. It's felt by the rabbanu but ultimately it's felt by you, and you're the rish, and I'm the I'm the I'm the I'm the, I'm the, the toenails, and I want you to be the shliach to be able to go, you know, be a melech for me by the rabbanu shalom that I should be zayicha to have whatever refuas and issues I need. Right, the the the, 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 the both live, I think that Shem brings this down, Rochayim and the Chesish Shem brings this down as well. The Yaakov Chavon Nachalase means that the same way there's the Yaakov Chavon Nachalase, which means Yaakov is the, the rope of an Achla. The same way there's a rope, which if you have the, the top of the rope shakes, the bottom of the rope will shake as well. You have a long rope, and you shake the top, the bottom will the bottom will be affected. So the neshamas are like that as well. Rochayim Lashon is talking about it in terms of the neshama itself, the different levels of each neshama. That there's the you know the higher levels of neshama which will affect the lower the lower levels of the neshama, but also in terms of tzaddikim affecting lower people as well. When the tzaddik's you know moving, then it's affecting everybody underneath him. Every every person is affected, and that's why it's a tremendous achrayas and it's a tremendous responsibility. But that's ultimately what a tzaddik's able to do. It, just one one last nakuda before we. Uh, before we finish, I think it's good to do also, it, it just also gives us a little bit of clarity, a little bit of understanding on this whole concept of sometimes you'll find, where Shimon Baruch you find, and you find by Nachman, you find by few tzaddikim, that they were meshabach themselves in a very, in a very, in a very, you know, odd way, in a way that you don't normally find people talking about themselves. Right? The, the, probably, probably one of the most famous pieces of Zerah Kaddish that talks about Shimon Baruch talking about themselves, it says, Man Pnei Adonavaya, right? It's talking about being Eulul Regal. It says that you have to you see Pnei Adon Hashem. Zak the Zerah Kaddish, Man Pnei Adonavaya. Who is the Pnei? Who is the face of Adana Havaya? Da Rajbi. That's Rajbi. Da Rajbi. Man Pnei Adana Havaya. What in the world does Rabshim and Baichai mean? Right? You find Rab Nachman also. Rab Nachman spoke about himself in very, very high terms. You find the arts of Deacon that, that are like this, and it's, it's, it, again, it's the kind of thing that strikes a person as very odd. You have a tzaddik talking about himself in a way which is like, it looks almost egotistical. But if you understand that the rush of the child is mavatal itself 1000% to the rush of the father, in a way where, what's the difference between the, between the Rosh and the, and the Tzipranayim? The difference between the head and the toenails is that the toenails don't really understand as clearly that their source is really from the Rosh of the Father. They think, okay, the Rosh is, they're, they're, you know, their source is from a little bit higher up. They don't see as clearly the source of where, they, where, the Rosh, where their Rosh came from, which is the Rosh of the Father. The Mayach of the child sees it in a much clearer, visible way that, that its source is from the Father because it has much less, much less layers of his, of of hastara in between the mayach of the father, in between the chachm of Ein Saif and the child. So the difference between a tzaddik and a regular person is that to the tzaddik it's so much more clear 
that everything's a Rabbanu Shalom. That world of Ain Saif is so much more visible and clear to the, to the Tzaddik because he comes from a world which is called Eilam He comes from that much closer to the Rabbanu Shalom and the Mele, he's closer up to the source. Mele, he understands it clearer. The toenail Neshamas, the lower Neshamas, the, 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 the Ekev, it doesn't understand it as clearly. It knows that there's something above it, but, but it doesn't have that clear visibility as everybody else. But Mela, when it tzaddik's mevatal himself 100% to the Rabbani Shalom, so he's a makava for the Shekhinah. There's, there's the obvious hein hein makava. What does a makava mean? Well, time it tells us that makava means it's, it's a chariot. It's just going along with whatever the rider and the horse are taking it. It has no mind of its own. When, when it tzaddik's mevatal himself 1,000% to the Rabbani Shalom and doesn't have any yeshus of his own, so Mela, he's not talking about himself. He's talking about the neshama. He's not, he's not talking about who he is as an individual. There's no ego. There's no yeshus. There's no self. There's no, there's no self-interest there. It's all about the Rabban Shem. So, man pnei adonavaya. Who's the pnei adonavaya? It's, it's the Rabban. It's Rajbi because Rajbi is, the, is you know, helping reveal the Rabban Shem within this world, both himself and to all the neshamas that are underneath him. So it's not about him. And it's not about Ernachman. It's not about the Rosh It's not about the Gra. It, it's all about they are here in order to reveal a greater, a greater truth, which is the Rabban Shem. At chassidim say a mashal. Chabad chassidim say a mashal. In Chabad, in general, this idea of bittel is like it's it's the running theme throughout of throughout all all Chabad Mamar. Maybe not a tanya as as visibly and as clearly, but look at the Torah, Torah are and all the way down to all all seven rabbis. This this idea of bittel is like you say to be you say this in in the world of in the world of Chabad Chasidus. So in Chabad Chasidus, they say what, what when the king's not involved in doing in doing the you know kingly activities, so he takes his crown off his head. Yeah, what does, he, what does he do when he takes his crown off his head? He puts it on the crown stand, right? It's a little like, you know, special place, he puts the crown. So Frak the Chassidim, why doesn't he put it on one of his avadim? Wouldn't it be like more gishmak if he put it on, have one of his avadim stand next to him, and instead of putting it down on, a, on a, an inanimate object, let him put it on the, on the head of an avid, of an avid. Why doesn't he do it? Because Epis is going to be some shemes that that avid's going to start to think of himself as a shikol melech. I'm wearing the crown at the end of the day. This, uh, I'm wearing the crown, so yeah, I'm not the melech. I know I'm not the melech because he's sitting right there. But said, I'm wearing the crown. He's not wearing the crown. So he says, you know, I'm not going to deal with the whole thing. I'll put on an inanimate object. Right? The holder, the, the hat holder, has no havamina that it's, that it's as any sheikh as being a melech. But, Zach if there is an Evid who's mevatal himself so much that there's not going to even be a shemetz of any machus, of any thought that he has any sheikh as being the melech, so the king has no problem putting it on his head. The king just can't put it on the head of any human because no human's going to be able to withstand that. The sign of saying, A tzaddik's the same thing. The Rabbanu can take the kesser of the Rabbanu and place it on the head of a tzaddik because the Rabbanu knows that that tzaddik is mavatal himself 1,000% to the Rabbanu He has no yeshus. There's nothing about his own. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't exist as an entity on his own. He's totally mavatal himself 1,000%. So maybe he can be kail everybody else because... Again, if the tzaddik is yesh, if the tzaddik has any existence, he's an ego of his own, he can't be kill everybody else because then, then you're your own identity. The only way the Rosh can be kill everybody else is when he understands that I'm just one part of this huge body called Kali Yisrael. The ultimate tzaddik is mevatal himself 1,000% to the Rabbani Shalom, 1,000% to the rest of Kali Yisrael. He's there meshubat to Kali Yisrael because he's the mayach meant to, meant to be mashpi in all of Kali Yisrael. He's meshubat to the Rabbani Shalom because he's there as a keli for the Rabbani Shalom. And the male of the tzaddik is mevatal himself 1,000% to the Rabbani Shalom. So that, that's the idea of you can find tzaddikim talking about themselves and you can find tzaddikim being mevatal himself to Kali Yisrael, being involved in all of Kali Yisrael. All of this comes from the fact that the tzaddik, tzaddik is total bittal. The tzaddik understands I'm not an entity on my own. All I'm there is to be the mayach, to be the brain, but the brain needs every other part of the body to exist and to function properly. And the brain is there to be mashpi on every other part of the body. And the brain is just a ishtalshlis, which came from that world, which is called the mayach of the af, from that world of eight sides of male. That's what, that's the cut. Why not talk about the Rebbeinu Why about yourself? In the Kanami. Why not talk about the Rebbe Nishal? For sure, that, that is part of it. But, but any time the Tzaddik is saying anything, any Milo that he has, it's, it's with, the rev, with the realization and the revelation that I, I'm just here as a Kaylee to be able to be Megala the Rebbe within this world. 
So it's, you're right. It's, of course you talk about the Rabban Shem. That, that's everything's revolving around the Rabban Shem. But even, even things when they're talking about, anything they're talking about is only there as a way to, be, to reveal the Rabban Shem's presence. There's no them. There's no, there's no I. There's no I in that world of, of, of tzaddikim because they're, they're total, they realize, they're the Mayach. They know that they, they were created first from the Mayach of the Av. It's the same thing. But what is hundred percent. It's the same thing. you can only say that if you're if you if you're on the level of Rabbi Shemayichai. If I said it, then I would, I would be a kaifer bicker. They're propping themselves up. They're really propping up their exactly, exactly. There's no there's no ego. There's no I. So when they say man pnei adonavai, which means who who is the one that's pnei adonavai? Who is revealing the pnei of the Rabbi in this world? Rabbi Shemayichai. That, that was his goal. His goal. You read Zayirkat. Every page. Every page is not talking about himself. It's talking about the Rabbi It's revelations of the Rabbi So Sadiqim are here for one purpose to reveal the Rabbi in this world. So there's the total bittel to the Rabbi and total bittel to every other part of the body. It, it's 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 the ultimate the ultimate level of this world of Iskash Sadiqim. There's a lot lot more to talk about when it comes to Iskash Sadiqim. A lot more, but uh, I think we're going to go right there. Which is next week. Try to finish. Someone,